to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Welcome to episode 161 of the Chris and Sam podcast. My name is Sam. I'm Chris. We're recording this about four days before Christmas. You're going to hear it Christmas Eve if everything goes to plan. Um, so Merry Christmas. Oh yeah, Merry Christmas. Bah. Yeah, bah humbug. Whatever. Don't listen to Chris. He'll be, <laughs> uh, as you know, previous listeners, fans of the show, Chris's Christmas consists of four days of intensive gaming. No, no, no. One day of intensive gaming and three days of intensive cleaning my room. You, no, <laughs> I don't. I don't believe you. <laughs> Just saying. Also, because but it would take three days cleaning it. Because I think it's two or three days away from the Steam sale. I think it drops just before Christmas. Oh, I saw I that update. About that. So I'm uh, have to mega work on that bedroom first. Yeah, thing. yeah. Three hours on the bedroom. Uh, three and a half days. <laughs> gaming, gaming away in pure bliss with the cat sling on. Well, I haven't seen much of Toffee, and actually, I tell you she, what, she was in my room the other day, and she's looking pretty old and withered. She's still, I'm sure, I'm sure it's Toffee. I'm going to blame Toffee or some other cat. Keeps crapping in my bloody pumpkin patch out the front here. Oh, really? Keep oh, it's massive dumps, always in the same spot, right next to a miniature pumpkin plant. <laughs> it's good fertilizer. No, bro. it's not. It's not. It's no, not. It's toxic. Yeah, it's terrible, and it just stinks so bad. So I pick it up with a shovel and I put it in that corner <laughs> over there. Toffee, do, what are you doing? I have to do that in a minute. Actually, I'm going to water them. But this week has been exciting, Chris. Secret Santa has been going mental, and the gifts have been sent out, and we got ours. We got our gifts. So. Big thank you to our Secret Santas. So Whoever about, you are. We had one each and one for the podcast. Yes. No, uh, our Secret Santas didn't out themselves. Lots of people ask that question. Uh, and some people, oh, do they out themselves? No. Well, some people I sign the, the card. Point. No, I don't. Because well, people always go, so when can we tell our person? We should probably pause that washing machine, eh? I should pause that washing machine. <laughs> we thought about that earlier, but we forgot. Oh, so much. So much quieter. Yes, um, lots of people are like, do I tell the person or not? And I always say, take it to the grave, never tell them. Yeah, I haven't told anyone. Although I must admit, I'm a little miffed at the person I bought for. They've not tweeted, have they? No, they. I, I think they've locked their account because they don't exist as far as all searches go. And when I go to try and see them again... I can't see them. Well, they're a dumb person. So I don't know if they got my gift. I don't know if they liked it. I, I thought it was pretty cool. Oh. And now I'm a bit... Mm. Oh. But anyway, we got good ones. I got a good one. Um, so I've got a Porg. Yes. For those that know what that is. I still haven't seen Star Wars, so I'm not really sure. I just saw a tweet just before, and a friend of the show, Ben, I know Ben wasn't too keen on it, but this guy just tweeted before, and he says, I've taken the kids to the... Um, Star Wars parody. When's the next proper one coming out? Oh, really? And some people, yeah. And he said, no, I just it was just too... He goes, I'm not that um, invested in the Star Wars universe. So he said uh, he wasn't keen on it at all. So it's a few people coming out and saying that. And yeah, I'm I don't not, know. I'll have to see it. I'm I sure mean, it'll I'm... be entertaining and I'm sure it looks great. Because I really like Rogue One. Right, and then all our—I don't serious, think I've seen that one. All our serious friends, uh, Star Wars friends, were like, "Oh no, that's not good." But I like Rogue One better than the last official Star Wars one, whatever that was called. Uh, whatever the one that With Han Solo died in. 
Yeah, Spoilers. I, was, yeah. <laughs> I saw that one. I haven't seen Rogue One. I haven't seen the new one. I'm just not too worried. Yeah. But you got a Porg, and I got a um, uh, the Pumpkin King from Nightmare Before Christmas figurine. Which um, is handy because you've already got one of those, but you got the other model. So you now have the set. Well, I have two, yes. And there's another one, I think. There's a third one uh, from memory. I don't know how I know this, but there's a different one. So um, uh, next year, Secret Santa, if you happen to be listening to this podcast, well, I didn't, like you've gone back a year just to see what it's all about because you got Sam's name. Because believe me, there's a lot of pressure if you pull Sam's name. Sam or Jacinda Ardern, a lot of pressure. And then, um, oh, yeah, well. In a year's time, will anyone remember who Jacinda Ardern is? I don't know. They'll remember Sam. That's a bit Um, (laughs) But, yeah, um, then you'll know. Find the third in the set. I'm sure you'll see the photos from the last two years. Well, I didn't drop any hints for anything this year. I just left it up to them to do whatever. The only thing I will say, and I mean, it's fine. It's all good. Everything's good. But there is a lot of difference between getting a card with a message in it and not getting a card with a message in it. Yeah. Sure. So last year I got a message and they could have sent me... I think the card makes it a bit more personal. Oh, absolutely. And totally they could agree. basically send you anything as long as it's got a card. Yeah. So the gift was great. I just didn't get a card. Oh, that's pretty sad. Yeah, no, I, 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 mean. I always spend, I spend more time on my card than on my gift buying... Yeah. Because I'm better at writing than I am at choosing gifts. Because <laughs> I'm pretty you I are, you are, it. you are. But I didn't realise, and I don't know why I didn't really realise this. But on the website, I could have paid Canteen to write me a card, so I could have typed out this big long letter, which would have been great, and they would have written it for me. Oh, that's cool. I mean, I did give cards to the ones we sent, but the Chris and Sam podcast we that got was a, pretty epic. We got a pretty big box, a heavy box, and we ripped into it. And what was in it, Chris? Everything. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't got a list in front of me and it's upstairs because I didn't think to bring it down. But there was all sorts of couple of really cool Santa pens. Two Uh, cans of V. Two big cans of V with the the cooler hands. Yeah, that's what you call them. Chocolate, uh, peanuts, nuts. Popcorn. Mint chocolate that Chris doesn't eat. I've devoured that. Uh, And a bit of beef jerky, which is out of Chris's diet. Yeah, yeah. That was good. all good. Um, And... And what what's really interesting about this is she tumbled us. I, I say she. I don't know why I said she. I don't know if it's a guy this or a girl. person. But our secret Santa tumbled us because they've realised what our um, what our strategy is. What is the our reason, strategy? The reason the Chris and Sam podcast does the secret Santa every year. This is our marketing campaign. They started listening to our podcast, so every year we add a listener. Uh, well, by doing we, the secret well, Santa, we, we might add one listener for one episode. Let's not, <laughs> let's not blow it out of proportion. Yeah, but you know, it's a slow growth, but it's a marathon, it's not a, a slow sprint. burn. It you is. know, ask Gary V. Ask it's a Gary. marathon, not a sprint. It is. He, he gets quite vocal on that. <laughs> I know. I've heard it that many times. So this week, um, because Secret Santa goes mental, I ran the the gifts were sent on Monday, and I ran the uh, New Zealand Secret Santa Twitter account for three hours, which was good. Um, massive amount of retweets and stuff. So, if you if you like that sort of thing, try and take over some popular account. Um, yeah. Um, so the reason he took that over, just so everybody understands what's going on, is so that the actual um, guys from New Zealand Post could get in and do all the sorting and relabeling or whatever they have to do to send them all out again, right? Yes. But so, they were they were quick. They had it all uh, ready to be shipped out by like eleven o'clock. 
Yeah. I think it helped that they were in their own environment in Wellington instead of a couple of them going to the Auckland oh, Mail Centre. that's right. Centre. That's what they did last time, eh? Yeah, they all were always based in Auckland Mail Centre and they used to fly up about two or three of them and have to deal with this huge building and stuff. Yeah. Uh, in Wellington, it was all in a meeting room. All the presents were in a giant meeting room. So that was cool. Uh, I did an interview with an Adelaide radio station on Monday afternoon. And we'll have the link to that interview in the show notes. I still haven't listened to it, to be honest. Oh, everyone loves it. Because they try and claim me as a, uh, their own. The as I- an Aussie. Their idea and me. And then they end it with, uh, okay, thanks for that, Sam. We're going to go straight into some Dave Dobbin. <laughs> so they played that. Uh, and tomorrow I'm doing an interview with a Melbourne radio station, a pre-record for Christmas Day. And today uh, I couldn't do it because I was working, but I almost did one with another radio station in Hobart. Okay. But I'll be talking to them next year. They're going to pencil me in already. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so Secret Stanza goes from strength to mighty strength. So that's really cool. Um, that's yeah, it. but thanks again to our Secret Stanza. Yes, Standers. thank you so much. Very um, good. Particularly the, the podcast one. The um, diet's gone out the window. We will yeah, be... Yeah. Uh, I, I've just got into my exercise re- routine regime, yeah. and I'm like, the diet's next, the diet's next, and there's a big box of stuff turns up and like... Screw the diet. It's going to have to wait till next year. Yeah, we will demolish it. <laughs> uh, it's just what you have to do. It is what you have to do. It's a shame to just leave it there and um, we don't want to share with anybody else. No. Because it's... Is there anybody else's name in the podcast? No. No. Uh, what else has been happening this week? Well, I've been, um, I've been doing the gym thing and I, uh, I'm i old. So yesterday I got 13 minutes and 44 seconds into my high intensity uh, interval training run on the treadmill before my Achilles ca- uh, calf sort of went twang. So that was a bit of a problem. His body um, caved in and gave up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I, um, yeah, he's went. <laughs> so what? I, you, mean, you mean to say someone has some consideration? I'm just still not used to it, Chris. I know. Our uh, flatmate just came down and was just about to go out the garage door, saw that we were recording in here. And, and we've got another and went exit, out the other door. Which is upstairs, down the stairs. But uh, our, our previous uh, flatmate, would not, that would not have occurred to them. No. Um, so anyway, that was amusing. So uh, apart from Secret Santa, you haven't brought gifts to anybody else, so just checking? No, no, there's no point, is there? Oh, no, I did. Oh, I'm just I checking. I bought I'm... you one and oh. you've already got it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I forgot about this that. This shit, shit, how do you say it? Szechuan. Szechuan sauce. Szechuan sauce, uh, Rick and Morty t-shirt. Very good. Uh, caused a bit of confusion at work, but that's fine. <laughs> We've actually got a trampoline outside, randomly. Um, which I Oh, is that what that thing was? I thought it was going to be a pumpkin. You thought it was like a... You know, holding no. some... It would work thing. for my pumpkin plant, but uh, it's actually a, um, a trampoline. Oh, right. Okay, sorry. Carry but, on. But Carry on with the show. Sorry, I was just interrupting. No, that. no. The reason I mentioned that is because I'm segueing into a story about spring-free trampolines, right? Do you know what those are? Nope. The, so the one of the factories is around the corner from your work, right? On okay. Arthur, Arthur, Arthur Porter Drive. Oh, so is it bungees? No. Actually, what it is, uh, if you don't know, just look it up. But it's basically two layers. And in between the layers are these rods. And they're fiberglass rods. And they're all on an angle. And when you bounce... It slightly twists and goes down. Um, they're very expensive. Like They start like $1,000 for a trampoline, right? But they're very safe because the kids can't get caught in the springs. 
Right. I mean, growing up, that's one of the memories that you have. Like, the pads were on for about three days. Well, uh, one of the memories I had was doing a big flip and landing on my back across the edge. Oh, that's good. Feeling the crack and lying there trying not to black out because it was – I was at a motor camp because that's the only time we got to a trampoline. Yeah. Uh, in the middle of summer at uh, seven years old, uh, everybody else was somewhere else. So I was by myself and I just lay there for – Ages waiting to uh, come to. We uh, we had our. Oh, tramp- I was fine. So my my parents, for whatever reason, like build a deck and then ten years later replace it with something else and then build a deck. So I think we've had three decks and now it's a concrete pad and now there's a porch thing there. But when it was a wooden deck, at the end was the trampoline and we used to run down this deck, which is probably ten meters long or something, onto this table and then just jump and flip onto this tramp. And if you were going too fast, you'd bounce and then go flying off into a bush. <laughs> um, and then another time, we had to tramp between two trees, and there was this big bit of wood across the trees. And I jumped from the tramp, landed on my knees, and I'm pretty certain that's the first back injury I got. Good times. Oh. The second one was when I was trying to lift a van. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah. We used to, because I was a little older, of course. We didn't have trampolines. We had a big bush out the back, and we climbed up on the shed roof and would put our superhero capes on and run and jump off and land in these bushes and vines and trees and stuff, ah. which is awesome. So back to the spring-free trampoline. I don't oh, know- sorry. Yeah. No, no. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know much about it. I knew they were made here, but I didn't realize they were invented in New Zealand. Oh, okay. So this guy, uh, who's a university lecturer in Canterbury, he teamed up with a trampoline seller and students, right? And they worked on it, and it was 15 years of development, which I find amazing, right? Whoa. So anyway, that's all good. They've sold over 25000 just last year, generating $50 million in sales, blah, blah, blah. But, of course, he doesn't own any of it, does he? Because who does? Who does? The university. You know oh, how if you invent anything? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was wondering what you had to say about that. That sucks. So he's okay with it, right? He's got no regrets. Well, he says that, but in reality, he's crying himself to sleep every night. Yeah. But... It was really interesting because they published a story and it sounds really good. And um, he got a share of um, a little fee. So he got like $100,000 at some point anyway. So the guy that was manufacturing it sort of realized, took him on as a consultant and said, hey, actually, you're really good, blah, blah, blah. But it's really good because when you read the comments on these stories, everyone agrees. And I remember this now once I read the story. They are one of the hardest trampolines to put together. The app because this guy at work got one once. This this one, this. yeah, the spring free one. So you've got to get the rods on an angle and force them in, right? And you can go so far around, and then you just—it's so hard. And a few people actually said, and it's interesting because I've never been on one. They said they don't bounce like a normal spring trampoline, and some people have returned them and said, "Nah, you just don't bounce right. Like it's safe as, but yeah. But the spring ones now have enclosures and stuff, and you know, kids need to just be kids and hurt themselves. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Totally agree with that. Right, I had something I wanted to talk about uh, when I get back into the... Oh, God. I've got something. No, hang on. Give me a minute. I've got to get out of here, and then I've got to go into there. All right, so... <laughs> this could do be you interesting. Know, do you know... Have you heard of... Uh, what's his name? Martin Luther King. So apparently he's the... Is stu- that your phone playing the sound or mine? Yours. I don't know what's playing. Sorry, hang on. I love the way you think it was just assume it's me. I've got headphones on, so it sounds like it was coming from you. 
Carry on. Martin Luther King, yes. Yes. He had a dream. Apparently. Mm. Anyway, so he uh, he uh, brought, uh, I don't know, I, I think it's called desegregation. So America was segregated, right? Yes. The blacks were only allowed in certain areas. Whites were allowed in other areas. You didn't want to mix the two. There was a lot of interracial, uh, you couldn't have interracial interracial relationships. That's right, because it's going to bring the end yeah, of the world. end of the world, all that sort of stuff. So anyway, apparently that was all f- um, sorted out some years back with Martin Luther King. Or so I thought. Okay. But this fantastic um, story that do- now will not show on my phone, it'll only show the ads on the story page. I've forgotten the name of the story, uh, the, the town, this township. Um, they are still segregated. The, are they the 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 county or the township or whatever it's called? Oh, Camilla, Georgia, right? Camilla, Georgia. Okay, Georgia. Yep. Yep. Um, they're seventy percent black, but they um, all the white people in that county go to one school. All the blacks go to the other, and oh god. Yep. Okay, so I that, understand the concept, but right. So this is pretty bad. But they've just elected their first mayor, black mayor. Okay. It's great, eh? Sounds good. The city councillors took a vote and they refused to give him the keys to his office. So, but how many... Okay, there's heaps of questions. How many people are in this small hip town? Do we know? Is it like 50 uh, of them? Tr- 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 no, it doesn't say here. I'll read this little quick story out because it's only short. Can you imagine the type of audacious, unfulfilled self-importance these people must possess in order to even think they can get away with... Oh, hang on. I've started halfway through. <laughs> Nothing like uh, top-notch yep. uh, journalism here at All the right. Christmas Podcast. This is the worst sight on a phone ever, I've got to say. Okay. Camilla George, after winning the deciding vote, this mayor has a huge task in front of him. The city isn't, ev- this city isn't even dis- desegregated. No joke. According to CBS Atlanta, this is something most Americans thought was in the past. However, the city of Camilla, Georgia, is showing its true face today. Source says Camilla City Council literally voted against handing over keys to Mayor Davis's City Hall office because he's black. Can you imagine the type of audacious, unfulfilled self-importance these people must possess in order to even think they can get away with something like this? CBS Atlanta reports that Camilla is pr- comprised of 70% black population. Uh, with that in mind, its majority of residents chose to elect a black mayor. However, Camilla's city council reportedly say it's, it's not handing over the keys to Mayor Rufus Davis. A Rufus Davis, what a name. In an interview with uh, blah, 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 yeah, don't, I won't worry about that. But it is the place where the 1868 Camilla Massacre took place, where they killed a lot of black people. Okay. So, you know, it's just like that. I thought there was going to be more to that story, to be honest. Really? Yes. I thought that was pretty impressive. I thought there was going to be... No, it's not impressive. It just sounds like hillbilly hick southern town. I, I, it just blows my mind that there are people that still live that way in the world today. Yeah, well, it's, ingrained, alone it's in ingrained in the family. Like, they've brought up with it and grown up with it. Yeah, true. Mm. Hey, if you had some money, would you be uh, playing around with crypto kitties? Crypto kitties. Ki- kitties, no. As in cats. No. So, crypto kitties, which I'm guessing you haven't heard of, is a game that came out at the end of November 
And it involves the cryptocurrency. Um, what's the ethereal? Yeah. Ethereum. That's the Ethereum. word. Couldn't yep. think of the word. So you get these kitties, you raise them up, you breed them, and then they have all these different traits. And it's using the blockchain to do all the changes and stuff. So and genetics ge- basically is part of the blockchain. Ba- yeah, the and way it's checking works, yeah. that people... And you can yeah. share them in that. So um, apparently you can buy a normal a normal kitty is $70, which is 0.07 Ethereum. Or you can buy an average kitty for less than 10 bucks. But the more expensive ones better have better traits and then you breed them and all this sorts of stuff. So it's going pretty good. There's a site called Kitty Sales. It's got five sales of already, uh, of over $100,000 already yep. of these fake kitties. And um, it's supposed to be going pretty good. So I think a single Ethereum is about $750. Have you seen what Bitcoin's done in like the last week? It's ridiculous. So I shared um, something on my personal Facebook page. I don't know if you saw it, probably not. But I think we should share it with the with the listeners because it's so interesting. So jo- it's, what's his name? Jordan Belfort? Jordan? Is that his yeah, first name? Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the real wolf of Wall Street, the original guy. Yeah. So he's, he's somebody, um, ironically, I would trust. And uh, he's being interviewed by somebody from uh, CNN. Uh, a money type show, yeah, and it's talking about how it's heating up with uh, Bitcoin, yeah, because um, they think it's going to burst. Eh? It's totally going to burst. So he, one of the signposts he points to, and it's quite in depth. Some of the the stuff he's talking about, but is that like for example the tulip bubble? You know yep. about that, right? In Holland, the reason what sets that on fire that really pushes it is when you start trading futures on them. Yes. So, the, and why that makes a difference is that it's all about um, demand and supply, right? Yeah. And when you trade futures, it means you have to buy them in the future in order to sell them because you've bought the option for them. So, whether you actually buy them or not, it's in the exchange as a as a purchase that will happen. Yeah. So the more options you buy, the more purchases, and it just shoots that um, trend. The the, yeah. Well, it shoots the uh, transaction quantity up, yeah. and the transaction quantity pushes value. Ah, uh, okay. So, but it's like hitting steroids. So it just hockey sticks up. Yeah, I mean, and and so that's what they're just starting to do right now. Yeah. And he said, when you look at anything like that, when it comes to a bubble, that sort of commodity trading type thing, when it hits that point of, um, are you yawning? Uh, when it hits, I am. <laughs> when it hits that, um, uh, unrelated futures, to your story. Carry on. When it hits that futures thing, that's what superheats it, and that's what makes it. So he he said. Basically, if you've got a bit of discipline right now, now's a good time to buy something, write it a little way and let it go. But the human psychology is you'll buy it, Hold it'll go it. up, you'll buy some more, it'll go up, you'll buy some more, and then it'll drop and you'll lose a lot. So the only way I think you could do it is if you buy some, uh, watch it rise, pull out the original money you, you put in, yeah, put it back in the bank so you're at zero. Yeah. And then keep playing it, and maybe pull out a bit of profit. So it's but. over eighteen thousand dollars US for one Bitcoin. Uh, if anyone wants to buy me one, uh, feel free to. Or the show. Or the show. Yep. <laughs> I told you my my uncle had heaps of them, eh? And he gave them away. 
Oh, there's so many stories of that. So yeah, many stories. He, um, he was... Uh, he would have been a millionaire. Yeah, six... Oh, no, I wouldn't... Not that many, but he would have had a few hundred thousand, probably a couple of hundred thousand. But um, A he, few hundred thousand at 18 grand? No, no, no. A few hundred thousand dollars worth oh. now. Like, he, he gave them away to charities. He was just going oh, right. to charity because yeah. they, they weren't really being traded. This is about six years ago. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, so many people... Just the yeah to mine it is just crazy amount of money you have to invest in the equipment. But there's a story that came out last week. I think it was guy in Hamilton's doing that. He, I, I know somebody's mining. They bought three racks of yeah, computers. Might be the same guy. I'm not sure, but um, yeah, same thing. And this guy said he's making. I think I can't remember what the figure was. Was it fifty bucks a day? I think or something with all the equipment he's got going. But he's got to offset the, you know, the power consumption and all that. Yeah, and that's the big cost. But he uh, quit his day job and, yeah, went all in. I wonder if it is my, my, know. my old story, colleague. Story on the Waikato Times, actually. Oh, okay, I didn't see that. But, yeah, so um, in terms of cryptocurrency, and that's the other thing that's driving uh, consumption is my my mate, Shalene, the, my workmate, um, the Aussie chick. That's not an Aussie chick. Yeah. Um, he's he, driving He's it. grabbed the app and he's buying and selling various – he's got an app that you can just purchase. I just p- click on it and it takes the money out of my account and I own Bitcoin now. It's interesting though because Kiwi Bank, um, everyone – Kiwi Bank stopped someone from buying cryptocurrency the other day and everyone on the internet went mental and says, you can't tell us what to do, not to do with our money. And Kiwi Bank says, oh, actually that was a glitch. No, you can buy it. And it's all to do with you have to buy the Bitcoin through um, Coinbase, I think, is the main one that people use. Yeah. And that's all well and good, but there sounds like there's quite a bit of rigmarole to get the money back out. Yeah. Hmm. Mm, I don't know. So, uh, yeah, be warned if you're interested. How much in money has a- uh, your work colleague got Shaleen in there? put in there. I don't know. A couple of grand, maybe. Wow. Because there's so many... Um, cryptocurrencies out there and the people are trying to find the next one yeah yeah so bitcoin ethereum and then there's is it dog coin or doggy doggy yeah yeah and then there's another one so i don't know and then and then the big problem is lots of uh companies organizations can just make up their own one yeah and say it's worth this yeah and yeah it's it's not the sort of thing you want to be going in and buying a bunch of um Buying a bunch of cryptocurrencies without some serious consideration about where they're coming from and what they are. Yeah, and you should only do it if you have spare cash. Think of it as an investment. You're probably going to lose it. Um, yeah, yeah, and like I say, if you're going to play the currency game or you're going to play the um, the trading up, like the catch the wave type thing, yeah, pull out your investment as quick as you can so you're not you're at zero sum, and then start dripping out the uh, profits. It's the only way to win. So there we go. Big advice from Chris uh, with Bitcoin. <laughs> we can quote him. He's now an expert. We're uh, expecting media companies come talk to him in New Zealand about it. Actually, that He's almost, talking crap, just in case anyone's confused about that. Don't be like that, Chris. Everything I say is real and uh, important. We're just because you're on the radio all the time. Come on. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sounds legit. Saying the same story over and over again. Uh, coming to the end of the podcast... So Christmas, uh, I'll be in Rotorua tomorrow, I'm back Saturday, then I'm back there on Sunday, and then I'm back on Tuesday or Wednesday, maybe? Yeah. You'll be here the whole time, Yep. which is probably a good thing, read between yep. the lines. Um, 
And what else is ha- nothing much else is happening, eh? No, no. Are you going? So to I got four days off work. Uh, are you I'm going to Bex and Pages orphan stragglers Christmas? thing? Stragglers thing could be interesting. Yeah, but I just like but being you, by myself. No, that's Christmas right. Day. You de- you have a um a definite. I want to say routine. It's probably not the right word. Definite um yearly thing tradition like, tradition. That's the word. Your tradition is your tradition. Um, so that's good though. Yeah, it's cool. I like it. So I like spending the day by myself. It's wonderful. Um, All right. But for you guys, everybody, um, for you listening to this. Yes. We hope you have a great Christmas. Stay safe. Don't do any crazy driving things. Actually, a 91-year-old just got hit by a truck about an hour ago and killed crossing a freaking light-controlled crossing Hamilton East. A toll truck took her out. Damn. Like, I don't know what's happening there. But um, be, yeah... uh, be safe, people. That crash yesterday I was telling you about um, near the intersection to Tauranga, a yep. guy posted a video, a truck driver that turned up on the scene, and he's got over 200,000 views on this video, and he just says, look, this isn't a good way to start the day or the holiday. This has just happened. I don't want to be a dick. I'm not being creepy about it or anything, but he held up his phone and all the police cars are behind him. He said, you just have to slow down, pay attention, because someone... Is getting a real sad phone call right now, and he said, and he's swearing away, and he said, "This is bullshit." Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, stay safe out there. Whatever you're doing, uh, do everything in moderation. Don't go crazy. Chris is, um, but have fun. That's right. Chris is slowly working his way through the tequila. I'm about two thirds, maybe almost, almost two thirds. Look at you go. It's great. Uh, so until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Have a good Christmas. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.